to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the Bare Naked Ladies. That's right, whether they shun or beckon from just a toy to four seconds, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. I'm in his command. It's my co-host, Evan. I am in Atlanta. He is in a band. It's my co-host, Saker. Yeah, you ever been to Atlanta? The ATL. Mm, no, I got close. Oh, how I close? close? I got close. Uh, you towed the line, the city line? Well, like, it's not that far from where... South Carolina, right? Georgia, sure. Georgia. It's like an hour and a half or something like that. And so I've been into Georgia, but I've never been as far to Atlanta. I always stop at Savannah. I We need to, in 2028 or whenever we're going back to our South Carolina trip, I would like to take an hour and a half drive. We're going to go to Atlanta and we're going to go to the World of Coke. It's the only thing I've ever wanted to do in my life. Don't roll your eyes and groan. You don't want to go to your little things that you have to do. <laughs> Doesn't that sound? Like- I want a banana shake, father. <laughs> what was this? What was this? Like, it wasn't Shake Shack. It was like that cookout. Oh God, yeah, gotta get to cookout, friends. I went there without Evan because he didn't want to go. I didn't care enough to go, <laughs> and I would have gone if it had been on anywhere near us. I had a great time. good for you. I got. I think I was getting drunk and watching it the was, Rings of Power, yeah. which was my favorite day of we, that entire trip. Me and my partner and your partner all went thrifting together and had a bananas time. Good. It was just so just like fun. the bananas milkshake. We talked yeah. about you the whole time. That's what I hope for. How smart and funny and any, kind. Any you insight? Are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was working my way through a like a case of weird beers. Wouldn't it be better to work your way through a tap of Beverly at World of Coke in Atlanta? No. I've been to the it uh, in Epcot in Disney World. They've got like a little sodas of the world. Oh, like, uh, Coca Cola cool off zones. They've Fun. got like Coca Colas from different places, and then they've got like thirty different like you know got the like anise flavored shit and that's yeah, the got, good shit. Yeah, so so I've I've I've, I've had that experience. I don't like. Sweet soda, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Makes my teeth hurt. All right. I'll just rent a plane and helicopter, please. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. I would like. You should rent heli- one of those, uh, like marsh boats, the ones with the fans. Yes, on Yes, a fan boat. Oh. I hear those are very loud. Yeah. So if someone's taking you on like a fan tour, you need to have you're like fucked, a, you yeah. have to have like a ear earbud in to like actually hear what they're saying. Oh, I thought you. Were, you're, <laughs> fucked. Just, you're fucked. You're yeah. fucked. You're done because yeah, they feed you one by one at the fan <laughs> at the end of the tour. Everyone knows that. Feed you into the chopper at yeah, the yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. Get to the chopper. They That's what he's talking you, about. They never tell you the end. The the one end of the fan is open. The end you're sitting near is an open fan. Um, we almost, uh, got onto a fan boat in New Orleans and then we just didn't go because, uh, COVID happened. Yep. We were going to do a nice fan boat tour. Man, COVID just ruined a lot of really nice plans. It really did. We had a, we had a whole life set up <laughs> so we could see it coming down Gosh, the pike. And I then just, uh, we diverged there. I just want to see my, see what my life would have been like without COVID. Hey, Sega. I'm so glad we moved to New Orleans. Me, me, me too. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I got to have a better New Orleans accent than that. Oh, damn gayness. <laughs> that's my New Orleans accent. We can do it because that's like a Cajun accent and Cajuns are white. So yes. we're allowed to do that, right? What other fun accents are white? Russian. Like br- Russian, British. Russian, French. British. Krongles. Um, Italian, German. Yeah, like a lot of different. Like You can Austrian. do like. You can do, like I like to do an Austrian accent. <laughs> 
It's Grimes. Classic, but you can do like Grimes. Get my books. He's he's in trouble now. See, this is the problem. Like he, he's just in, he's stuck in a box. You know, unless if you just get his arms out of it. Arms out. Now I'm never going to buy two of them. He bought Twitter because they thought he could help them with his arm in a box troubles. Yeah, these guys are so smart. Fire them all. They can't get my arm out of this box. You can't get this arm out of the box. I burn this company to the ground. Uh, what's your favorite white accent? <laughs> um, I used to do a really good British accent, but I I feel my accents are leaving me. You do Irish now. That's your it's jam. Not that good. Oh, hi, oh, you done? You're the Jesus in the Christ. <laughs> you got free drinks out of doing an Irish accent. I did. I was really good at act. No, it was a British accent. No, because Alex was your cousin from Ireland. Oh fuck yeah! That's okay. So I got that too. Yeah. Yes, I used yeah. to do I used to do accents all bits all the time, but now <sighs> I don't feel like they're good anymore. Like oh. I started. Dan- yeah, I, I, they're leaving me. Something's happened in my brain. Yeah. It's like maybe the- I'm getting Alzheimer's. <laughs> accent. They say accents are the first to go. I don't want to make light of Alzheimer's. I've had good friends die of Alzheimer's, but really, yeah, already in your life. Well, I mean, I, I know older people. Oh well, there's your problem. <laughs> Never be friends with anyone older than you, even marginally. I'm not. Why am not I friends anymore. with you? Yeah, you oh. fucked up. Which one of us do you think is gonna die first? Almost certainly me. Really? You mm. keep saying that, but you're only two years older than me, and you're taller, which is bad. Mm-hmm. And I live very unhealthily. Well, so do I. We both live like shit. Mm-hmm. We, I ate 50 pounds of meat last... You ate more meat than I did. Oh, hell yeah, I did. You asked a man for five fillets. The fucker was <laughs> questioning me. Like, I'm like... He's like, do you want anything? And I'm like, yes, could you please bring over the fillets, which we haven't had yet? Uh-huh. And he's like, okay. I'm like, I'm going to want a lot of them. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And he comes over. I'm like, he gives me one. I'm like, uh could I have another one? He's like, uh, I want to see if everybody, I want to make sure everyone else. I'm like, that's fair. And he still had like four when he was done yeah. giving everybody else. I'm like, can I have those? And he's like, okay, <laughs> guy. Like, <laughs> fuck man. I've never seen you. I, and I think it was probably just, I was frustrated. Cause we were, we were not in a good meat, <laughs> a meat. I've position. never seen you be more frustrated at a dining experience than like, the thing with, like these fucking, what am I fucking invisible? These, these people can't fucking see me. <laughs> the thing is like, with the Brazilian steakhouse, the problem is, is when they sit you in the wrong place, uh-huh. in like a fucking eddy of like servers, <laughs> you just get fucked. I feel like we got plenty of meat last We got plenty night. of meat, but it was all like fucking raw. Like you want the meat that's like actually cooked, like seared and has like the juices and the seasonings on it. Uh-huh. If you just want to, I can eat a piece of fucking raw steak if I want. I can I easily do that. I don't remember any of my steak being, well, one piece was, was weirdly underdone. Like bloodied. I, I don't like rodizios. Yeah. The meat's all Well, we'll go back to the other place. This is the second episode in a row where we're talking it's about the same, It's the same day. It's still on my mind. Same day. Listeners, behind the curtain, we're recording two episodes in a day, which we haven't done since the album days. Can, they, can the bullies pull it off? We'll see today. <laughs> we'll see. If there's like 10 hours of silence where we both passed out and <laughs> fell just asleep. Going, <laughs> just, just, there's an accent. We can do like, hey, how you doing? Like, like, do historical oh, like accents. the old guy. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. historical accents are historical. fair game, right? Yeah. I like those. I guess my question is like, if you're covering a song or, or doing like a specific person, no, you can't do their accent. Well, it depends. If the person is a character, I feel like you can do Louis Armstrong. I think I feel like that's yeah. okay. That's okay because that's not a like a African American accent. accent. That's it's just a, a Louis Armstrong. It's a way, so it's it's okay when you're making fun of somebody <laughs> in particular. As long as it's, yeah, not punching down for their race. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a bad thing. You can do a Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> everybody loves Michael Jackson. <laughs> there you go. Okay, that's so fun. there's still there are still some accents that are off. Oh. Thank God we can still do accents of black people. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, no. But I do feel like, oh man, because if it's like you can't do a uh, who's fucking Puss in Boots, 
Oh, Antonio Banderas? Because that seems like that would be problematic. Even though he's a famous person, it seems like it would be problematic to do an Antonio Banderas accent. Oh, yeah, with the, like, if you wanted to do, but could you do Puss in Boots as a character? But here's the thing, like... But that's just his voice. I know, but also, like, you couldn't do Puss in Boots without the accent. Like, how am I supposed to, like, uh, hello, everybody, I'm <laughs> yeah. Puss in Boots. You have to, like, introduce yourself, like... I'm not allowed, I'm going to do, put, but like, I don't know. I feel like this is a question we're not equipped to answer, but it's a fun one to talk about. <laughs> well, I guess what are the situations? Nor should we answer this question. <laughs> what are the situations in which you have to do Puss in Boots in Antonio Banderas' eyes? <laughs> when you're reading a Shrek book to your kid yeah. or so, what? Okay, what about this? So Antonio Banderas is in the 13th Warrior playing someone from North Africa. <laughs> okay. So he's like uh, Ibn al-Fadal, uh, oh. um, who's like a famous uh, Arabic, like, explorer slash writer okay and so he ibn al-fahlan i think and he is so he's a spanish guy playing someone who's you know like moorish maybe uh-huh. um oh no he's from baghdad so he would be you know just straight up arabian so anyway um <laughs> so he's he's doing out of race casting uh-huh. like he's, he's playing someone is he doing like a, a middle eastern accent he's doing his own accent okay all right but like you know it was the fucking 90s so that was exotic enough okay. for us like sure. you can't do a middle eastern accent uh, right. we didn't know what that was about till we right. invaded them right um <laughs> so can we do that okay so not whitewashing so i'm playing i want to do i want to do ibn, ibn brown washing brown washing and i want to do but in antonio banderas's voice but I want to cast. So I can say, I can say, I listened. Can I say it like that? <laughs> listen, bud. You can say whatever you want. Don't listen to the people with the woke mind virus. <laughs> They're just too up their own ass. To but know I can what's do the happening. voices of all the Vikings in it. I can do any of the white guys. Do me a Viking accent. What does a Viking sound like? They're like, <laughs> Brungus Tungle. They, they, they do it in like the Vikings historical channel. It's like, it's all kind of lilting. From oh. what I remember. Like, and then the trolls came and they saw you three oh, times. Like the any, the Skarsgards talking. It's any sort of like the Swedish chefs. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what they were mocking. That's what Swedish chef was mocking. Sure, yeah. Was the Scandinavian from accent. people from Sweden. I just that just clicked for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, Norse. That's a fun accent that white people can do. Yeah, yeah. That's always punching up. Yeah. Any of those fucking Baltic states. Yeah. Oh, Estonians. <laughs> you pieces of shit. <laughs> you always go for the Estonian. <laughs> uh okay cool well <laughs> it's, been I, we our, it's been our show <laughs> we'll see you again in good life in a good life um i guess let's talk about this week's song huh please all right Ev, this week i've chosen for us just a spicy little ditty um and this one is called yes 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 no it isn't what's it called well you gotta oh it's called Yes. 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 <laughs> there you go. That's right. I'm One sorry. exclamation point. Two exclamation points. Three exclamation points. I do love that uh, that formatting. I think that's fun. Um, this is. Oh, if you've never heard it before, here is a quick sample. Yes, 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 Ev. Yes, 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 Ev. <laughs> God, I can't. I never get tired of hearing that. 
Um, I don't know why I chose. I ch- I'm struggling. To, I had it in our notes for April for a long time, but I don't know why it was in our April. It's notes. a fine song. Like it reminds me of something that Stephen Page would put out nowadays. Like it sounds. Yes. Like a, it sounds like a now. An, it a is political. Steve P. Song. It is energetic. It is. But fucking like, maybe you were. You thought this was a fine song. I was so I was in a, a fucking luxury jacuzzi with this song. Wow. Like it felt so good to get back to Edui. Like <laughs> I was just like fucking remember when they were all friends performing s- slightly subversive music with energy and like verve and like Well, I do. I mean the I feel like most recent album is pretty energetic. Yeah. But it doesn't... It doesn't have Stephen P in it. Yeah, Stevie P Bring, was... Bringing everybody down. The, yeah. dark, the dark cloud of Stephen P. Such a big part of the band. Um, I don't know. It's, it's you know, it's the past. So we're never going to go back to it. So it seems silly to even, like, you know, if I have a love letter from my husband who died overseas, should I ever open it? Or should it just... Will that just make me sadder to open that love letter? I believe it would depend on your relationship with your husband. And, oh, I hated him. Oh, yeah. Burn it. <laughs> okay. Got it. Great. Uh, I don't know. You should give it to somebody to make fun of. Oh, MST3K, my love letter. <laughs> That's a good one. Dearest Seika. <laughs> I just, this, are you going to do more? You went I, back I, up I, to the I, mic as I, if you <laughs> The one is My lines, one. my lines burn for you. <laughs> um, I love. Tis the third day of the blitz. <laughs> <laughs> the prosody of this song. Let's start there, okay. right? Just the way Stevie sings it is so cool and fun. Don't you think? Go on. I want specifics. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, he repeats the same thing, but then he like, it, it, it's all 4-4 four, four time, mm-hmm. but he's doing it in such a way that it sounds like the lines are crossing over into one another and makes it feel like it's like, I don't know, eight, four time, or I don't know if that's not really even a time signature, but he makes it feel like the lines are extended so far until they hit a natural conclusion. And it's so fun to think about and hear and experience. <laughs> he just kept looking at me. It just gives it a push forward, like a momentum that the song wouldn't normally have. And it has like a driving drum beat to it, I think, which helps a lot. Yeah, Ty's going Ty's fucking going crazy on this song. <laughs> um, I mean, it's got it's got an energy. I, you could have convinced me that this was the Naked song from this album, right? Did they still do Naked songs at this point? This was the last album they did a Naked uh, song okay. for. And they never released the Naked song. Um, yes, that's true. Um, but his he's got that little like the uh-huh, in between the <laughs> verses and like classic Stevie P shit in this yeah, song. Yeah, like the vocal distortion was pretty fun on that. Yeah, got some vocal distortion there. Uh-huh. Kev has some great synths. Like Kev, does, he, Kev layers and some blips like in between. Yeah. Let me t- ask you why this song was just mid for you. I don't know. It wasn't. I don't. It was fine. Like I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. I don't know. Why just, didn't you love it? It was like a little punky, it had like a punky rock vibe to You're it. You're filling out the comment card for this song. What could we have done to make your experience better? Not be bare naked, ladies. Wow! If Tom Petty sang this song, you'd be like, jerk off over you, If Louis Anderson sang this song, oh, that would be great. That's a good accent. It's a Louis accent. Remember life with Louis? R.I.P. Yeah, I do. Wait, 
Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, Life with Louis. That's Where the, he's like a little boy still yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, Louis yeah. Anderson. Yeah. For some reason, I was confusing that with Lucky Louis, which was Louis C.K.'s sitcom. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so you just wish it weren't the Bernanke Ladies. I don't know. Like, it was, a, it was a fine song. Like, I'd probably put it in the middle, upper end of their oofa. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Like, it is indefensible to me that they didn't include this on Everything mm. to Everyone. I'm trying to think what's on there. And I well, can't... how about Shopping. Could we have chopped shopping? I liked shopping. How about celebrity? Could uh, they have let yes. off with? Yeah, I would have. I would have been okay without celebrity. <laughs> yeah, like E to E is a fantastic album, but there's some duds Although on it. I don't it. know. Like this is this wasn't the vibe of E to E. Like this is like a fast punky punk uh, rock. Maybe song. Katie is kind of has this punky. Let's sort do of maybe feel. no, not like this. A little too grooving. This, this, this for... has a little little like, like guitar you... distortions and like like kind of rock. This was a B side for one of the singles. Which single do you think was the B side for? Uh, celebrity uh, <laughs> number one celebrity was a single number two <laughs> this was the b-side for it just fucking weird i just, don't believe i like that oh well <laughs> i know you're not a celebrity stand like i am i love i stand a, a tall celebrity uh that song is so good cream and g that is one of the only songs in the English language that talks about creaming jeans. I feel like a lot of songs talk about that. Not in the same terms. Fair enough. Yeah. My son the other day was like, Daddy, I want to listen to a quiet song. We were in the car. I said, okay. So I turned on some quiet music. He's like, no, not like this. It's like, okay. Turn on a different quiet song. No. Daddy, I want to hear a song where they whisper. And I was like, I don't really... There's no songs where anybody... Wi- that's not really a thing people do in music. He's like, find me a whisper song. And I was like, wait a second. So I put on the whisper song by the Yin Yang Twins. Do you know it? No. Oh. Hello, mama. Let me whisper in your ear. Okay, now I know it. Yeah. Beat that pussy up. <laughs> he loved it. He fell in love with the whisper song. Oh, I'm sure your partner is delighted. <laughs> Just ecstatic. Yeah. Uh, anyway, good ass song. Uh, that's what we could review next month. Let's do the Whisper song. <laughs> don't blink at me. I don't are want. Are we long. doing Man vs. B? We are doing. Can we just do one episode? Do we have to do all eight or whatever it is? No, we have to do them all. Okay. Oh. You gotta come over. We'll uh, get some little snifters of Chianti and put on our smoking jackets. Ooh, okay. And just enjoy. Oh, so we'll make a little watching we'll party. Make a little of night it. out of them. We'll okay. A, we'll each a, sit with our notebooks. We'll get. We'll and each get a. We... Well, we'll get a. Um, get burgers. What? You know what we do. Hmm. Next month, oh my god, it's so low energy. Instead of doing a real episode, we do a watch along with the first four episodes of Man vs. B. So it's just, we both have headphones on, we're watching it, and we're recording the live... Re- and so people can put on the first four episodes of Man vs. Oh, B yeah, that's, and watch them with that's us. That's what they need. Okay. All right? Sure, sure, sure. Man vs. Sure. B episodes one through four watch along. Yes, hell yes. I love this. <laughs> this is great. Okay. Listeners, that's what you got in store for next month. Then, then we can do five through eight sometime. Get that's that, content. Get, that, get your Netflix. Get your Netflix <laughs> accounts all set up for that. That'll be, there'll be long stretches of silence. It'll be so fun. It'll be absolutely to people who have no access to the content. It'll be alienating as shit. We'll get okay. So we got twelve listeners left. So that'll get rid of what eight of them? I think. I think so. So we stop this podcast when we get no downloads, right? Probably. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Good. I'd say so. That'll get us out of here. <laughs> we can leave at any time. Um. Man, when the instruments follow Steve's vocals during the fucking, like, bridge, like... I know ugh. there were only, like, two guitars on this piece, but it sounded like there were more, which I really liked. They layer them yeah, up. Yeah. And they do cool things. Like, the solo is kind of repetitive, but it's not like a Green Album solo. 
And then the, the, the what's the thing? The guitars did that like pweep pweep like little like staccato pweeping at times, and pweeping. it sounded so fucking Some good. It felt, even though the melody and through line was pretty simple, it felt complicated, which I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I love that it did some unexpected shit. Like, when the vocalist sings without the instruments in the background, it's usually like the big hit at the end of the song. Mm-hmm. But they save it for like three-fourths of the way through. But then there's a bunch of song after he goes, yes, I understand. And then it booms back in. And I don't know. Yes, this is the line is in the sand. Yes, 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 I understand. I got like a uh, sort of like Baba O'Reilly teenage wasteland vibe from the uh, bridge. Yeah, I could hear that. Yeah, boy, I just reheard that song again. What a just a genius song. What a baller song. It is a great, great little tune. Um, but the ending, I wasn't a huge fan of, of Baba O'Reilly song. of this song, <laughs> okay. and probably Baba O'Reilly. It gave you like a '70s sort of slow, dreamy vibe. But you know, yeah. you know how like influenced the BNL boys are by like '70s, 70s music. dream pop. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It just, in particular. It I, like. I enjoyed what I enjoyed most about the song was the energy. And when the end cuts out the energy, I like that they were kept changing it up on us. Very unexpected shit, but uh, just didn't quite do it for me the way it should. I love this song is quick. It's in and out. It's speedy. There's some impossibly densely or chip on this song. Yeah. Like the shit that he's doing is just like so quick and like so good. A, 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and granted it's all the same word. Uh-huh. <laughs> enough is enough is enough is it. I'm like, well, I mean, holy the, shit. Like the, the curse of sharing inf- incurred that we inferred the sword is yeah, dude. I, that is incredible. And all the detractors have questioned the cracks of being asked to retract the face um, and I don't know if you watched, I was going to save the live shows, but... Uh, I saw you, one at the Seneca Niagara Casino. Uh, which yes, was I think that's the one. playing through it. Yeah. Uh, well, he maybe. seemed to be enjoying himself. But that's the one where he's like, like, Ed's there. He's like, I got th- I got it this time. <laughs> like, where he's like surprised at himself for being able to get the lyrics every time. Um, but yeah, there were a couple, like, it's definitely word stacking. Yeah. All the detractors who question the cracks have been asked to retract or face reprimand. But then there's one which is... Um, uh, what is the fucking lyric? It's, uh, I'm, I'm sure the line isn't the, the Xmas curse. The Xmas curse. curse is, I, I listened to it as slow as I could and I still I couldn't. Still couldn't get it either. Yeah. yeah. The Xmas curse of sharing incurred. Oh my God. This <laughs> is the first, I just randomly went to a lyric site and it says the experts concur. So we're sure it occurred. That's exactly what oh, it is. Oh, the experts. Okay. Concurs of where occurred. We infer that the sword is mightier than the pen. Okay. Woo-hoo-hoo. There we go. That just gives me chills. We got it. We got it. And I love that he's. It's not rap because he's like. Like he's got a, a inflection to his vocals mm-hmm. and it's got movement and it goes up and down and all around. <laughs> what a song, Ev. What I'm a song. So happy you enjoyed this song. <laughs> it was magical. The experts Feel like there was something special about it. Like you were like, listening to. I was like, okay, okay. The second my coming no. of Christ. No, I don't want the second coming of Christ. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind because then all the idiots are right. Yeah, 
but then you have a chance real quick to to like be like oh yeah i actually like christ a lot well, here's the thing like if christ came back no one would like what he had to say like all the people who worship him wouldn't like what he had to say and uh they'd probably call him the antichrist yeah and then kill him again boy wow i hadn't considered that but i mean the first thing is like Christ died for my sins. Yeah, I guess he died, but then he came back. Christ had like a bad, a really bad week for my sins. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like Christ... He knew he was coming back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess he did, didn't he? He's a son so, of fucking yeah. God. What's the point of, of sacrifice if you know that there's no sacrifice involved in it? Wow. We're really getting to the yeah, we're deeper. Just, we're, just, we're just laying bare the, <laughs> fucking eventual, the fundamental lies of Christianity. Nobody's thought about this shit before. <laughs> this is new. This we are is... breaking it wide open. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, there's like, and then it, like the fucking pure poetry of a line's like, enough is enough is enough is enough is enough is enough again. Like, ah, oh, that's so, that's a pretty good lady's twist at the end of that line. Like, enough is enough. No, this time enough. Okay, no, enough is enough again. Like, nobody says that because you said it. This once. time I really mean it. Yes! Fine. As, a, as a father of a six-year-old, I find that very... For sure. Pushing that line just keeps getting pushed further fuckers. and further back, right? Yeah, little shitheads. Little shitheads. Um, but, uh, boy, it doesn't feel bad to make them sad. <laughs> then they cry, and it's sad, and they're having a bad day. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, we are, we're kind of getting into the lyrics a little bit, so let's just, I mean... Mm -hmm. Boy, oh boy. Obviously, this is a refutation of the Iraq war, right? Because that was kind of densely... You didn't think so? I didn't know what it was about. I thought it was like... I'm sure it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I and I didn't look up anything, so I could very much be wrong. But, you know, you can make enemies out of friends. So, like, uh, it's, it's someone who is, like, just believing whatever the government tells them to believe, right? So, you know, the experts concur. We're sure it occurred. Oh, is it maybe the whole... Bush presidency because he says you were in Atlanta. Yeah. Didn't George Bush like go like Hurricane Katrina or something? Wasn't that like a big deal for his presidency? Like, Very look how so. much I'm helping out sure. here. Yeah, that makes sense. You have no idea how bad it's gonna get. Yeah, I'm a good president. I'm a good Republican president because I don't do shit. Yeah, yeah. Just wait till we actually start getting involved in things. <laughs> I'm gonna roll it back to the fifties. Oh, I miss. Wasn't he? Isn't he so cute and funny? No, he's a piece of shit, and he's always been a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I am being a silly boy right now. I was reading a. Um, there was like a tweet that came up the other day and it was about um william hinckley isn't that the guy who shot reagan yeah, yeah. and it's like what how, how would you feel to be put in jail for 60 years and be vilified and then come out of jail and have two solid generations say the only mistake you made was that you missed yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> yeah. oh my god like, yeah uh yeah i don't know um I do, th I do think it's about the Bush presidency. That makes sense, right? Yeah, Our, yeah. Because it, the whole thing is about, like, hearing lies. And, it, I mean, the line at the end, with us or against us, the line is in the sand. Yep, That's you've, clear... you've definitely convinced me. Yes. You're 100% right. Yes, yes, yes. You understand. Yes. Yes, I understand. Yeah. With us or against us, the line is in the sand. Yes, yes, yes. And then, yeah, repeating suspicion takes a lie and makes it true, right? So yep. weapons of mass destruction, weapons of mass destruction. Yellow cake. Yellow cake, yellow oh, cake. Go for some fucking yellow oh, cake. Oh, my God, that sounds so good. Do you want to go to Costco after this and just buy a big cake and just eat the whole thing? <laughs> Not against it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking let's. If you're serious, I'm in. <laughs> I've been uh, eating cupcakes for days. That trace leches. Oh, yeah, nobody ate your cupcakes at your little party you did. <laughs> After a great fucking St. Patrick's Day party. Listeners, it's April, I know. <laughs> but to us, it is several days after St. Patrick's Day. Um, 
just like tight, smart lyrics. Well done. Yeah. Cooked. Very to clever. Perfection. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you hear your family. What? What? Else, I was. I'm gonna get it, the only things I have left are the live version. So what else did you have yeah, to say I about? I didn't have much to say. I mean, I didn't know what it was about until just now. Uh-huh. So, um, I mean, I got like some little like, you're always lying. I'm on the lamb where they misspelled it. Lamb. Lamb is just L A M. Well, I'm sure that it yeah. was spelled correctly. And, yeah. and I was wondering where that like slang came from. On like, the lamb. On, on the lamb. Did you look it up? Yeah, I did. What um, is it? It's the, they don't know. Okay, great. Uh, it's either a uh, reference to like pickpocket slang of the 1800s, uh-huh. where it means like beating or hitting someone and then running away. Oh, being on the lamb. Yeah, when they would uh, they would like grab your thing and then they would one of them would yell lamb and they'd all run. So it's weird. Just or it's a 18th century London's thieves cant. From the Nordic lamas or namo, meaning to run. It's where we get the, it's also the root of vamoose. Oh, what was it again? We got a vamoose. Lamas. Lamas. Or or namo. Okay. That's what the, so there's an argument apparently in the uh, literary circle. Not literary, but etymological circles. Interesting. Okay. That's all Uh, all I got. I'm I'm fairly sure that uh, that we've we've hit the nail on the head, which again surprises me even more than it wasn't included on the album because this is their fucking political era. We got helicopters on Maroon. We got fucking. Keep going. Uh, (laughs) Going away. I'd need to look at a track. I'm here all. I'm here all day. There's so war on drugs on E to E. Oh yeah. Shopping. Shopping? Shopping was a critique of like the Bush presidency, right? Yeah. I mean that's this is kind of the era where they're just like, fuck the fuck the government. And then Steve leaves and Ed is like, I wanna spray paint a subway car like a stalker. <laughs> and that turns into It's like actually the government's pretty okay. Yeah. You know what? Our past songs just kind of put those to the side. Yeah. I'm a different person now. Um I'm gonna go along, get along. If you just take your perspective and flip, flip. <laughs> Sure. Like, what if you believed that certain people sh- shouldn't have rights. I can't believe they released that song. What or- if- yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's whatever. It's so minor, but the fact that they released it during like the biggest, like the coronavirus height of the epidemic. Did they, was that during, no, that was pre, wasn't it? When did the fuck did they release? Oh, my sense of time is so <laughs> fucked up. So fucked up. It doesn't matter when they released it. I don't give a shit. Um, all right, a couple live. I was amazed that there were live videos of this song because I just it, saw the one. Oh, okay, well the, you're right. There's just the one where Steve looks incredibly thin. It's very messy, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he's like, "See, I can do that right." After some lyric, um, the guitar solo sounds really weak live. Kev is sporting a beard. Kev gets a beard. Oh, a, a beard, not just like his little like. Yeah, scruff. he's got like the mustache part and the whole like. He looks good. Oh, looks a little thick. Thick. Thick, thick, Kev. Uh, the other one is from, so that one's from 2008. They did it again in 2014 in Michigan. Um, there's no video, it's just the audio from it because it's from one of their uh, uh, play everywhere for everyone things where they like recorded a shit ton of their live shows and released like a compilation. Oh. Um, uh, but it sounds like a, a new song. Oh, I say 2014, I meant 2004. Yeah, Sorry. like 14, that's yep. like af- post, yep, yep, post yep, breakup? Yep. Uh, it sounds like a new song here. Less energy, uh, but a cleaner, but less fun. I don't know. I don't like it clean. I like that this sort of reminds me of a sort of garage bandy yeah. sound a little bit. Yeah, sort of like punk rock sensibilities. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did listen to it on 1.5 speed. Oh, too fast? It's a tongue twister. It never it never it never Yeah, yeah Stephen P sounds pissed. How fast do you think you could say these lyrics? I couldn't. <laughs> Can you, do you have them written down? Nope. Okay. Yeah, I do. I have them right here. But... All right, you want to do it? No. 
I want you to do it. Okay. You're the rapsman. I know, but... You're the wordsmith. All right, here we go. Ready? Enough is 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 enough again. I called you bluff because I think you're self-traffic because you make enemies out of friends. I'm getting sleepy. I'm your command. Yes, 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 understand. 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 Okay. He also sounds pissed when he says yes. He's like, yes, 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 I'm in a band. Like, he just sounds... Makes him sound angry. I don't really understand that line. I am in... You're in Atlanta. I'm in a band. I think well, it's, it's funny. Like you're you're doing like you're doing Katrina relief in Atlanta. I'm just in a band. Like, how can I be commenting on this? Oh, is how I, I, how I read that. And then he says, "Yes, yes, yes. I'm in a band. Yes, yes, yes. I understand." So mm-hmm. he's he's deflected, pre-deflecting. Well, he's saying, yeah, he's saying the critique like, "What the fuck are you doing? Right? You're okay. writing political songs, but you're not like doing anything, right? Sure. Which yeah. is a bullshit argument. Yeah. Right? You protest so how, was, protest how you want. He was trying to preempt the people who were like, "You fucker, you're not doing shit." I think he was calling attention to it too, as well. Sure, steal their thunder. Before yeah. they thunned. Before they thunned. Um, never Once did. they thunned, they all dunned. <laughs> I also listened to it on uh, 0.75 speed, which oh. turned it into sludge rock. Oh, that's kind of fun. Like, Stephen P. sounds cursed. Oh? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't have been that slow. Uh, did you listen to it on 0.25 speed? No. <laughs> okay, well, I'll put it in right here. <laughs> I'm sure. Sure it sounds that bad. Um Well Ev? I guess we did the song. Yeah, hell we did. He- yeah, hell we did. Yeah, hell, <laughs> now hell it's time we did to rate this song. <laughs> Ev, as usual, we rate this song at a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes the better. Ev, on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, where do you think this song falls? Have you ever been to see a garage band? No, not in like a garage. I've seen punk bands in punk venues, but yeah, never like, a garage. Band. You've never been at like a like a house, someone's house party, yeah. and there's like a band playing never, there. Ever, ever. I wish you've that been seems... that band, haven't you? Like played, hasn't hasn't your band played at someone's house? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I guess the so. answer is yes. <laughs> All right, never but, mind. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say your band is garage rock or anything, uh, but no. like I used to go to a lot of parties when I was in high school where you know you'd have like somebody's friend is in a band and then their right. band would play like a. a 30 minute set or something right so i'm at one of those okay and i was a straight edge punk rocker then i got the x's on my hands i got the right laces on my shoes i don't even remember what color was important back then you didn't want to wear red laces i think because that made you a nazi i don't know what the fuck shoelaces meant you, you guys had a lot of you talk about like in high school like beating up skinheads yeah. and like i had no nazis were a joke for me for a long time well, that's right? nice that's very nice that you got to live in a it's like totally live in a nice. world where you know you didn't am- have to worry about Nazis. Amazed that you were so plugged in and like I was a punk rock is you know it, it as much as they dis- like despise the establishment like you have to know the establishment to despise it. So, yeah. So like you you're butting up against that constantly. Yeah. Okay. Fair and enough. I, you know, was, were you ever in a ska band? Yes. Okay. Captain well, Colostomy in the urinals. That's so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, could you have a song we can cover? Um, you have any surviving songs? I used to have a, one of our. I had one mixtape that we had taken. It was like a like, I forget. It was like, it was like Enya or oh, uh-huh. it was Vangelis. A Vangelis tape we had blanked out and then taped o- like taped our band over. They're, they're not around. There's nothing that exists. Okay, I just but, yeah, and then look. we had painted like yellow uh, um, nail polish all over the title, so it just was like a yellow. We did that to like a bunch of like my dad's old tapes. Yeah, 
You're never uh, going to find Kanye. Yeah, there's one person. There's a thread on Facebook that's, what's the weirdest band name you've ever heard? And somebody says, Captain Colostomy and the Urinals, Crust Punk, Pittsburgh, PA, mid-90s. Wow. So, I was only with them. I was only with them in high school, but they must have lived a little bit more. There you go. Now you know. Yeah. Uh, cool. Interesting. So sorry. You're at the you're at the garage band show. Yeah, you're I'm at the, the show. I'm at the garage band show. So um, it's just me and this other guy, and we're both punk rockers. So we're like, we want to do a mosh pit because mosh pits were big in the '80s, and we're fucking teens, so we think we're invisible, right? Invincible, and invisible, <laughs> and invisible sometimes. Well, well, teens don't think they're invisible. Uh-huh. That's the problem because you get those teens that are just like talking like everybody wants to hear what they have to say sure legit yeah, that i feel like that is a youthful thing where now I, when i talk to someone I'm like i keep my voice like down low I don't yeah wanna, like i don't want anyone to know what i think yeah but uh you know i'm just a white man what do i have to say <laughs> i don't have anything new to add to the conversation that's for fucking sure <sighs> so you think about orcs <laughs> you understand <laughs> where are we going so anyway um i'm in my uh probably uh like <laughs> like capri, capri, capri pants like uh-huh. like the the capri jeans sons. the jeans that are kind of cut off so they're like a little bit a little bit lower i've got my suspenders on i've got a uh what's y frame shirt like what's we called them we called them x wife beaters back in the day a frame a frame yes. that's the one okay got an a frame um and uh i've got my probably why is it an a frame and not a y frame? it looks like a y it does look like a y I to me know. you're right yeah so whatever. sorry i'm sorry bud why is it called an x-wing instead of a y wing shit bruv because it looks like an x why is it called the slave one <laughs> they stopped calling it the slave one thank god why now it's just called boba fett's ship oh. but the same reason they stopped calling it master bedroom i mean i think the words master and slave are charged oh yeah 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 so anyway sorry i didn't even ahead. know about the master bedroom that makes total sense oh yeah yeah so anyway yeah i'm in a fucking uh x frame <laughs> you're Suspended. in an x-wing next wing <laughs> great X-wing. fighting the being... fighting the good fight i'm there with mandor and his little crew <laughs> smoking cigarettes and shooting down imperial freighters why are the only cigarettes in the star wars universe death sticks where's the marketing team for death sticks <laughs> somebody has to tell them that's not a name that people want to buy yeah i mean that star wars star wars has a very interesting relationship with drugs gotta add that spice but it's not like spice and doom no it's different different spice elon Sleazebagano. <laughs> I think it's Elias Sleazebagano. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. I think it's... Uh, Sleazebagano, I think is how he says Sleazebagano? Yeah. Okay, got it. He's from the uh, Underhill Sleazebaganos. <laughs> oh, interesting. For me, this song is uh, I Am In A New Bar. What year is it? It is the year <laughs> 2018. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, the not-so-distant past. Um, so, so pre-COVID or... Yeah, oh yeah, pre-COVID, okay. people are kissing on the mouth, <laughs> people are <laughs> sucking each other's dicks in public. Um, you gotta suck dicks. Uh, bruv. Uh, so, I'm in a bar, a new bar, new concept for a bar, concept for a bar. Here it is. Darby right? O'Grill. Darby O'Grill <laughs> and the griddle people. <laughs> uh, so, this concept for a bar is, uh, they don't have a menu. You say how much you want to pay, uh-huh. and they'll make you a drink according to that amount Didn't right s- oh okay so starbucks did that once like where oh. like in some locations not starbucks um panera where you paid is like you paid what you want basically oh interesting and if you couldn't afford to pay or you could pay extra if you thought it was extra good it didn't work out for them i can't imagine it would no because this is the other way around i mean panera you know how much it costs it costs nine dollars you could pay under or over that if you i've want. done that like in um sorry to interrupt you again oh but, it's- um i've done that in like some ethnic restaurants in my area because they're just like like mom and pop places that are run by you know some some people and i'm like i don't i'm a white idiot 
I don't know anything about your food or culture. Here's $60. Make me what you think it's worth. Like, make me, make me your good, make, make the good stuff for me. Sure. Like, of that's course. like, I, I'm going to, I would butcher some of your pronunciations uh-huh. and I wouldn't know what I was ordering. So please just bring it to me. Here's yeah. 60 bucks. Sure. Don't educate whatever me about you think how to say things. Whatever you think it's I don't worth. want to know no, no, anything about. I want to hear about. what the dishes and are called. And once you come here and deliver it to me, don't talk to me. Walk that's away. That's not what I say. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what I say. <laughs> um, so. I, I want to try what's good here, but I don't know. <laughs> There's got to be a chef Educate special. me about your culture. Yeah, okay. I'll pay you for the privilege. Okay. <laughs> Whose privilege? Their privilege? My privilege. Okay. Always mine. I pay... I'm feeling cheeky. I pay a dime. I can see the bartender takes my dime, like fucking grits his teeth, and then goes behind the bar and, and gives me something. A right? lemon skin. It's, a, uh, it's a, a, a little shot, right? It's glowing blue. Say bottoms up, bud, and I uh, throw it back, and then I say, "Here's another dime for your troubles." This is a little tip to him because I'm just a piece of shit. And he says, "Uh, I think you owe me a little more than that." I go, "Yes, yes, yes, I do." And I open my wallet and I just give him anything that's in there, twenty bucks, and he like nods and smiles. And I go out on the dance floor. All your credit cards. I'm dancing, and somebody somebody says, "Uh, hey, bro, get off the dance floor." I go, "Yes, yes, yes, I understand." And I think that's weird. But then I remember that little blue... I pissed off that bartender. He gave me a suggestibility potion. Now (laughs) anything that anyone says to me, I say yes, yes, yes to... Uh, somebody notes this about me because they're saying oh, like uh, they. You're about to have a bad. Night. I bump into somebody and they go, "Hey, go fuck yourself!" And I go, "Yes, yes, yes!" And I walk back and I start uh, jerking myself off in the corner. And that guy goes, <laughs> "We're really gonna fuck with this guy." So they make me fucking take off all my clothes and run down the street with just a sock on my cock. And, uh, brother, I get hit by a car, and that's this song to me. It's me in a pile on the ground on the street with just a sock covering my genitals. Good, great song. I'm so happy to be back here in the not-so-distant past of everything to everyone. <laughs> we'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, Evan. What would you get rid of? Hmm. Small, medium, and large. What would I get rid of? Give me three answers. Medium. No, no, no. <laughs> give me something small. Give me something medium. Give me something large. Oh, would you rather get rid of a thimble? You can. These things are not only erased from your life; they're erased from history. They've never existed. Uh huh. And you can't think of them anymore, so you can't come up with them again. And no one is able to think of. And them. no one is able to think of them. A thimble. Mm-hmm. Hulk hands. Okay. Has to be hand related. Steering wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. What's big? Hold on. Big and hand related? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I guess it's gonna be a, a boxing ring. Hmm. Would I get rid of boxing? No, they still do it. They just do it on a flat surface. Oh, a ring. Okay. So yeah. they don't. Yeah. There's. <laughs> there's nothing to keep them in. They can there's go. They no can go into like like the like the cats musical. They can go into the crowd if they want. It's like WWE. Like there's like no disqualifications where they'll follow a guy home and just beat the shit out of him or something. See a boxing ring. That sounds like a lot of fun. Because <laughs> you, if you're going to see a fight, you're gonna get. You might get hit. It's like a Gallagher show. Where yeah, like, you gotta wear the. There's a, a splash zone. You gotta wear a helmet in the first like three rings or three oh, uh, seats. Good, that's good, very good. good. Uh, okay. okay, well, give me three. Okay, would you rather get rid of glasses? Mm. You rely on small, those. Something bigger. Telescopes. Okay. Or okay, they're all eye related. Yeah, this is. Eye. We're doing body parts. Okay, good. Something, something big that's eye related. Sight. 
<laughs> oh no! Concepts, eh? But nobody has it. Nobody has it. We have our whole society is built around not having sight. I feel like we would have come up with. Jeez, can you imagine how advanced our society would be if, like, we had to rely on our other senses and couldn't rely on sight? Like, there would be smell-o-vision for sure. Mm -hmm. There would be like, it would be so safe because there would be nothing but public transportation because nobody could drive for themselves, right? <laughs> I mean. I don't, but I don't, no, no, no. I don't want to hear the sight. Hold on. Telescopes. Telescopes? Yeah. You don't, you don't want to. What the fuck is the point of other planets? I like the mystery of like, that is the green star. It is upon the sky <laughs> once per month. So like there, yeah, like back in like the early 1800s where we thought like, oh, we can, oh, gosh, we, no, that would use a telescope because we had just seen like the canals on Mars, like the, the mm -hmm. old rivers on Mars. Like, oh, there's people on there. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not anymore. I mean, we can still dream. We have stories about whatever the moon is and like so their like astronomy none of that stuff would exist no no uh, uh, hey if i'm getting rid of astrology also, too that's a bonus like, well, for okay me. is a spyglass a telescope to you like a yes absolutely it okay is. so no microscopes either no i don't want we any. are fucked <laughs> why what's the big deal we don't we don't have germ theory okay we can't see them so we we figure it out another way we don't have. We uh, can think. You don't have to have theory about. We don't have maps, scientific maps, because we use the telescope to. Like, what are we gonna use? Echo. Oh, I didn't get rid of eyes balls. But like, you need eyes to like you need to sight on a uh, sight on a distant point uh -huh. to find the angle of the approach. So we don't have like any surveying equipment. We just have big strings, and that they would have like amounts of. So, you have to get, so you'd have to go where you were <laughs> measuring. Yeah. You have to I go mean. there, which is the whole point of surveying. <laughs> is you don't have to go there. Well, I mean, listen. This makes for a more fruitful, meaningful life. We're doomed. Okay. It killed us all. So you would get rid of glasses. So I would be just fucked. So would I. Okay. But you feel like that's what's best for the world? Out of the out of the other three choices, like get rid of several important branches of human technology and science. Get rid of the ability to see all together, or get rid of the ability of like I don't know. But here's the thing: is our eyes would be stronger because oh, we would still have screens. Never mind. <laughs> we would have like. So eyeglasses. Eyeglasses. I'd get rid of, what no. you, what would you, you get rid of telescopes? Yeah, I'd get rid of telescopes still. I think it's more fun. It's more fun to guess about germs. <laughs> it's, now we've both taken our glasses off to try and emulate this world. What's making me sick? <laughs> I can't what's, see you anymore. What's making me, what's making me sick? What's making me sick? But we would know. We would know that there are probably little people that come inside us and make little, us little sick. Little demons that come inside. But we wouldn't know it. And isn't the world more fun when there's more mystery to it? You know, historically, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's it's a much scarier place. That's fair. Uh, see, you would get rid of eyeglasses. Out of yours, I'd get rid of a thimble, I think. I love a boxing ring. Just, just Gotta keep those fan. guys contained. They, bouncing they are the ropes? Bouncing in the house. They are violent men and women. Yeah. You know they're violent because they practice an art of violence. And you want them to come to your they house come into and the, hit you. Well, I mean, the boxing so it's like the running man. Like, you don't even have to be in the same area. It's just like, they draw someone just say, ding, ding. And then, Evan Dickin. No, and just like the fun. boxers. The boxers get like a, a sealed envelope. <laughs> Start running. And then they open it. And they like, it's just a like, and then like, ding, ding, ding. And it just has their opponent's name on it. Oh, they yeah. To, you have to find them. Yeah, yeah. You hunt them down. This is series yeah. seven. Yeah, absolutely. So like, it would, it would be not only like, physical because you can only box them right, right. you have to you box can't them. shoot them and so when you find them you got to put your gloves on or you walk you're not going to be going through your day like with just you know Strong so boxing did. match could take months years perhaps years. some of them never <laughs> will uh, but it's like a mental capacity a mental thing too yeah you know? like the sweet science you gotta <laughs> not only you have to beat your opponent physically you have to outsmart them yeah because they're like they're probably some boxers who don't 
like Fox. Yeah. What they're going to do is they're going to try and avoid you. Yeah. Like Bob and Weave. They're it's, go- it's what that's we call it. Bobby and Weaving. <laughs> yeah. The sweet spy craft. Is Where like, you get your called? letter, you hear the bell ring, and then you empty your bank accounts and sell your house. <laughs> <laughs> Never use your credit card. Use your credit card. You're on the run. <laughs> Boy, you know what I, I finally found you. You know what I wouldn't get rid of that somebody already chose to get rid of? That would be Big Streaming Pile. That's right, Big Streaming Pile was a movie podcast where Fiona and Tom discussed bad movies. There hasn't been an episode since December of 2020, but that doesn't mean it's not still streaming on projectderailed.com. Yes, that's right. You can hear Fiona and Tom discuss A Wrinkle in Time, The Zombinator, Batman and Robin. The Open House and Friend Request. So there's no rhyme or reason. They just picked random movies. Uh, it appears that they did, yes. It, it's whatever they think they want to watch that's bad. That's fair. I think the idea is that it has to be on a streaming service. That it's a big streaming pile. Okay. So bad streaming movies. I think it's like, the conceit is it was on a streaming service at the time we reviewed it. Yeah, because you're right. They go on and off. They go on and off all the time. Yeah. Boy, what a... Hey, Fiona, Tom, you crazy for this one. (laughs) You wild. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the show when we spin this big wheel and decide what little segment we're doing. Oh, I miss this wheel. We haven't had a wheel in a while, I feel like. No, we do it all the time. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We only didn't do it last episode because we went an hour and a half already. All that's left to me is my celebrity. Which celebrity is this song about? George W. Bush. Mm, he's not a celebrity. He's a politician. And it's not about him. Yeah. It's, it's about it's Stephen Page. It's in defiance of him. So it's about... It's, it's about a musician. Who is like the Dixie Chicks? Like the most outspoken... The uh, Chicks. The Chicks. Are they just the Chicks now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Chicks. Just like Lady I don't know if that's a. better, but... Uh, yeah. I don't know. People just removing... Yeah. Anyway. They but, used to be uh, the Master Chicks, and then they were the Slave Chicks for a while, and now uh, they're just the Chicks. <laughs> But like, uh, they got like a lot of flack for speaking out against Bush in the country music community because, sure like, did. you know, post nine eleven, country music just got its heart ripped out and became the opposite. Do you of think the thing. that the Brandon ladies were pissed that they never got the same press? Because Dixie Chicks were like, "Oh, how dare you speak out about George W." So they're like desperately trying to make anti George W. songs, and nobody's paying them any attention. I don't think so because like rock has always been critical of the establishment, right? Oh, and, so it's and country, you know what, country right, music, right, country right. music has as well. Until everyone's fucking in 2001 and post 9/11, everyone fucking forgot about that. Yeah, like the country music is, you know, just anti-establishment. Like, yeah, and started writing garbage songs. Although I mean, like there was always like pop country, like fucking Garth Brooks and shit, who were yeah. you know just writing pop songs. But like I mean, like at its core, country music is critical of the establishment. Yeah, or at least it was. Brandon and ladies are semi country. Yeah, they've they, got country, country adjacent. They got country flavor. Yeah, but like that's got, alternative music, right? It, it got takes friends from every... in low places. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you got a friend in me. Who do you think the song is about? Is about the Dixie Chicks or the Chicks? The Chicks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they they got like they stood by their they stood by their guns. Okay. They they didn't back down, and you know, good for them. And don't I think, back I, down. Man, you love Tom Petty. <laughs> oh, I love Tom Petty. <laughs> Send me we, up at the gates of Should we town. roll it again? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. But I won't back down. Uh, this one is... Come on now, now. Come on now, now. Enjoy the humor of the situation. <laughs> I'm so glad you still think about that. Find a line from the song and treat it as a riddle. What's the hypothetical answer to the the riddle in the song? Oh, that's that's this is actually pretty. 
It called your bluff, because you think you're so tough. What is it? Um, it was the big blind. Isn't that what it's called in poker? When, like, the blind bet is the first bet? I was just trying to do a callback to losing your sight. I'm sorry. This has really worked out badly for me. I don't know what that is. Fair enough. What called your bluff? Because you think you're so tough. Because you thought you were so tough. Hmm. I would say like a sharp knife. Because if you think you're tough and someone stabs you with a sharp knife, they're calling your bluff. I mean, this could be anything. This yeah, is I like- would say uh, The Orphan. The movie The Orphan. Oh, whose bluff did she call? Or she did someone call her bluff? She called... Well, she called... Someone her. did call her bluff because she wasn't uh, yeah, who she, she said she was. She wasn't who she was. She was a 12-year-old girl playing a 32-year-old girl mm. playing a 12-year-old girl. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know it's, that. It's so many layers deep, man. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, they like, oh, it's just a 12-year-old girl. Or, uh, yeah, just a 12-year-old girl. I could beat up a 12-year-old girl. No, you can't. Yeah. She's she's calling your bluff. Yeah. She's okay. going to stab you a bunch with a knife. Okay, I like that one. I, actually, it's the orphan first kill. I'm not going to give away the uh, plot twist, though. Oh. Wait. It's not that she's a 32-year-old girl? That's understood. Okay, that's the... Because it's the second of the... Or- you know she's a 32-year-old girl. So if they just had done that again, it would have sucked. Oh, oh, first they, kill they, is the prequel. The prequel. Okay. The prequel I, sequel. Is it a sequel or is it... Or is it, it came a, after the original Orphan, but it's interval. a prequel. But it's a prequel. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, uh, how about this? Answer this riddle for me. Okay. If I am in a band, who is in Atlanta? Hmm. This is like one of those word puzzles. I am on a train. That going to would Atlanta. be the Coca-Cola. The world of Coke. <laughs> oh, I wish we could go there. Oh, Ev, let's go. Oh, can't we? I mean, I would take a vacation to Atlanta. Let's do it, bro. We need to take a vacation together. Just you and me? It's been six months since we did it, and I miss it so. Uh, all right, you want to do another one, or is that enough? That's enough. No. (laughs) All right. Good enough. Now's the time in the show when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our happy little hangovers. We need more emails. Please email us. It's all been done podcast at (laughs) gmail.com. Here's an email from our friend. Mitch. Mitch, hi, Mitch. Oh, Mitch. We love you, Mitchy boy. Mitch, what a good man. This is Mitch's little boy question for babies. Oh, yeah. That's he's got us. (laughs) Hey there, Kings. Here's the canonical final question of the podcast. Uh-oh. Well, maybe we're not taking any more. All right. Good. Do, just, do we just eliminate the segment? We just retire the segment. Yeah. Okay. Mitch, you've done it. Bandai and Funimation are collaborating on an anime adaptation of Evan and Saker's character interpretations of the BNL boys over the course of the podcast. The working title is... Kaze ni hadaka de. The naked ladies sing loudly tonight. Echoes of an elusive age. Your job is to look at each B-Nake, Stephen Page included, and after deciphering your character descriptions of each bandmate over the years, create an ending to their anime arc. Is Kev the Krillin of the story? Is Steve Page a Monkey D. Luffy type embarking for a new shore, but shares a shocking resemblance to Majin Buu? Is Ed a washed-up heartthrob of some kind? That's for you to decide. Finish their stories. Set them free. Uncomfortably yours, Mitch. So, what we must do... Okay, put it, put it in terms I can understand. We have to think of the Bandicoot Ladies as an anime. Mm-hmm. Think of the characters as tropes. Gonna do it. And end anime their... tropes? Yes. I'm not familiar enough with anime tropes. You to... know. <laughs> you know tropes, you fucker. Uh, and, all right, we can do... Maybe they exist in Rivendell. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. Are they an older? Okay. 
So the orcs. <laughs> so here I was fighting. What kind orc. of orcs? Um, bridge orcs, troll orcs, ones the size of your head. Let's do, uh, and then you end their stories. So how does it work out in the end for them? Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm doing anime tropes. You're doing Lord of the Rings tropes. We'll just do tropes. Okay, that's fine. Okay. So that's fine. I mean, uh, we so we're gonna pick a boy. Yes. We're gonna finish him off. We're gonna finish him off. <laughs> give, him, give him a happy ending. We're gonna. It's like the ending of Six Feet Under, where you watch all the major characters die at different points in time. That's nice. That is nice. It's a good. It's a conclusive way to end a series. Lost. We're doing the lost treatment. No, where you, none you, of them exist and they're oh all up and down. God, I'm so angry <laughs> at you right now. I keep. For some reason, there's a resurgence of shitheads who think that Lost was purgatory the whole time. The island was... I fucking am so angry. that like There's a bunch of new articles that are like, the 10 worst TV endings of all time. Lost. Isn't it weird they were in purgatory? You didn't watch the fucking finale, did you, you piece of shit? I'm such a Lost stand. Let's do a Lost cast. I've I don't do a Lost cast, before. but I'd like to watch Lost again. It's so good. <sighs> Someday when I have time. That was our baby is being born show. Oh, nice. When she was like nine months pregnant. And then when we were in the hospital, we were watching like season four. Nice. Um, okay. So let's go with Ed first. Ed the big boy. Ed the big boy. The front man. I feel like he's got this, like, he's the hero who's going to sacrifice himself in the end. Right? Don't you think? Yeah. Does he have a sacrifice? Like anyone sacrifices themselves as Stevie P. Oh, fuck. You're right. Shit. Yeah. His arc's already done. Self-sacrifice. His arc was self-sacrifice. So, like, they, so they were, were all doing coke. They were all doing, doing coke, coke. And Stephen P. took the rap. Yes, right. It's the equivalent of, like, they were all shooting the enemy with their power. And Stephen was like, it's not enough. I've got to sacrifice my physical body and I've turn gotta, it all into energy. I've got to go into the streams. Yeah, and he went into the streams and it blew up the bad guy. But, and the bad guy in this case was Canadian police. <laughs> Police I think it's an American place. I think he was like in New York when he was. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Actually, so it is the police. The police. That's a effective bad guy. Good on you, Stevie P. Yeah. So Stephen P. is the martyr hero who dies fighting the big bad guy, aka the police of New York, <laughs> NYPD. NYPD. Uh, okay, then who is Ed? Is Ed like a secondary sort of like Ben Grimm thing where like you know maybe he's kind of a shithead maybe he's like not really with them sort of an antagonist protagonist who's on their team but the alliance is is tenuous tenuous i don't know i feel like ed is a ed's sort of an upfront guy okay right he's sure. like i wouldn't say stand up but like he's like the i mean if anyone's the oh, if anyone's the krillin it's ed oh well krillin's whole thing is that he dies a lot too oh does he i thought let's see krillin is like the strongest human that's right? true like, you're right he is the best we could ever possibly be and he still yes. gets the shit beat out of him yes you're right constantly yeah this is what this is you know little fish in a big pond big fish yeah, in yeah, a yeah. Pond. no so it's like an animal man it's like a guy who uh just gets like it's like body horror but it, it just gets like beat up to show how tough the enemy is so how does his arc end um i feel like he it's like the kind of guy who retires right okay just like krillin eventually retired and became a police officer oh no <laughs> yeah krillin a cab sorry a, krillin what a nightmare to I have know. like krillin on your, anyway but like i think i think ed becomes like a we ed's ed's last scene is him educating a new a new group of young musicians yeah yeah like just ed, ed with a big bushy burly beard okay i can he's see put he's, on a lot of weight he's just sitting there and so he's like he's the master so roshi he's here's not krillin thing. here's the thing you gotta do uh-huh yeah well, I mean, yeah. I guess he's the Master Roshi. Master Roshi's not powerful, though. Master Roshi's very powerful. I mean, he's not the most powerful. I don't know, and I'd say that Ed is no, you know, Ed Sheeran. 
He's no Josh Groban. <laughs> Josh Groban. But I'd say he's a he's a Master Roshi. Okay. Also, Master Roshi's a complete pervert, which I believe Ed probably is. Yeah, I would think so. Okay, good. He likes to put his ball... That's why he collects silver balls. Silver balls. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do um, uh, Kev. Kev. Oof, oof. I feel uh. like Kev is a... Um, I feel I see him in damsel in distress type. I see him like if we're going like the Tolkien thing, he's one of the elves who go back to the West. I don't know what that means. He just like, leaves. Oh, okay. Like, peace outs. Okay. Like, oh, things are getting way too hot for me. See, I could see that, but I also see him he's from a different, better place. Coming back in the third act and being like, you know what? I decided that it is time to fight. I shouldn't have gone back. I'm gonna to the die West. here, face down in the mud, instead of living in. Well, here's the thing: if they die, they go there anyway. So, oh, go where the the west? Oh, but so he as, was going... as spirits, not as people. I see. Okay. Oh, a different part. So they, you can either live in heaven with a body or live in heaven without a body. Kinda. I hate Lord of the Rings. So <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, okay. Don't uh, disagree. Okay. I love Lord of the Rings, but don't disagree. That's fair. Uh, so he comes back in the third act and helps them uh, after his cancer diagnosis. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, so, uh, so he's getting like yeah it's like full on body like he's like uh, Akira okay oh, I'm using the cancer <laughs> but he survives in the end does he his arc I don't know oh you think he oh you think I, he dies I think he has to die if Done. he stay if he stay if you're going to a better place and you come back boy you die this is painting you're right this is painting a dark picture of Ed who's the only surviving member of BNL so, so far, far. You're right, but just, like, how much trauma does he carry on his shoulders? Right, he has to work. I mean, there is no bearded master that isn't fucking loaded with trauma. Yeah, you're probably like, right. He's not going to make you punch hot sand because he had a <laughs> great childhood. All right, uh, let's He's do... not going to hit you with bamboo poles as you run up 100,000 steps. Yeah, because... because... you know, because he's not carrying any deep-seated issues. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to put you in a potty chair... And tie you down and take a knotted rope, wing it around his head and cock and ball torture you like Mads Mikkelsen did to Daniel Craig in the movie Casino Royale because he got a participation trophy trophy at soccer class. He's not going to make you fuck a bag of rice with your razor dick. (laughs) Because he does not have body issues. So yeah, Ed's got a lot of of problems. Um, Let's go to Jim. Uh, I mean, I feel like Jim's the guy who gets a mech suit at some point. Okay. He's make. He's okay. He's like the, Jim is like the character in like all the fucking JRPGs that is like the, the, uh, daughter or son of the old inventor where it's like, oh, I'm working on this cool mega blimp. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see. They've got the goggles on their head. They've got yeah, the little flying cap. Steampunk. Yeah. yeah. Got the, uh, got a scarf around his neck blowing in the wind. Okay. So he's the inventor and he's also kind of from a family. He's the, of, in, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so how I feel like his arc, I mean, if, especially if we're taking it in the grim dark direction that it sounds like we we're don't taking it. don't have to do that. Well, so his is the only one that ends with like him skipping off to Candyland. He finally finishes the Omega device. <laughs> Oh, okay. Or maybe maybe we flash forward to the future mm-hmm. and he is, you know, he's got a happy family and we're watching his little grandchildren run around. But we we pan to him and we see that because of the final fight, he's mostly cyborg at this point. Oh, he's got to be almost mostly cyborg. Yeah, he's yeah. just like a floating head in a brain pan. Or he's like a he's like one of those guys who's in he's like a Professor X character where he's like a wheelchair, like a a robot wheelchair. Sure. Yeah, cyberpunk wheelchair, like a Professor Mittenhand and um, yes. uh, Leprechaun Four, Leprechaun exactly. in Space. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and that leaves us with Ty. Ty. Oh man, I feel like Ty. Ty 
turns out well. You think so? Dragon Ball. Who's that Dragon Ball guy who's just like a beefcake or Inu? Not Inu Yasha. Yasha? Yasha? Yamcha. Yamcha. I was close. Yeah, you were close. He's he's. You know who he is though. If we are doing strictly DBZ, he's a Hercule. Hercule in the American dub, aka Mr. Satan in the Japanese. Okay. But he's he he proclaims to be the strongest human on earth, but he like. He is just, like, slightly below Krillin, but his whole thing, instead of going out and fighting fucking aliens to, like, save the Earth, is he participates in all the fighting tournaments and just wins them all and beats the shit out of everyone and is, like, the most jovial. He's, like, a celebrity, basically. Mm -hmm. He's, like, a superhero. He's the closest thing that Earth has to a superhero. Um, Until they get the Great Saiyan Man, but that's later. So, yeah, so he's, like, so... Ty is like, he's our last best hope. Yeah, sure. They send Ty to fight whatever the fuck they're fighting. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't... The police. The police. I believe we've yeah. established, yeah. So uproot, the, uproot the corrupt police system. Yeah. So, yeah. so Ty is like, he's got his brief ready, his legal brief ready. Yeah. He goes into the courtroom. Oh, I'm sorry, he's a lawyer? That's the only way you can uproot the police. Oh, I see. I understand. Okay, got it. Sure. I mean, they have a monopoly Systemic. on violence. You're not gonna, yeah, you're not gonna change the system with guns. Okay, so he is he's the world's best lawyer. So he, the anime he belongs to is like the world's best ex sort of trope for anime. <laughs> where like I'm the world's best tennis player, and oh, I didn't even know it. I've never played tennis. She Hulk. He's the She Hulk. Sure, he can, he can also Hulk. But out. his his other thing is he's never lawyered before. But one day he's uh, dropped into the courtroom and he just starts spouting these briefs, and people are like, "Oh my god!" I have watched eleven seasons of Law. Order. Yeah, right exactly so what is his ending uh <laughs> he uh he's it's it's cut to him and it's you see that he's on like the penthouse suite of a high rise uh-huh. and he's in like a nice suit with like a little ascot and he just like kind of undoes it and then pours himself a drink with ice and just like sets on the table and sits down and goes <sighs> it's and been it, a good <laughs> life. And just the lights slowly like dim down uh-huh that's how tie ends okay interesting he's got it all he's got everything uh, anyone could ever want a penthouse suite and the flat iron building I don't or know. he fucking pours himself a glass then walks out to the balcony of his thing sets the glass down on the table out there and jumps over the edge and then the whole next season is trying to figure out why he killed him why would he have poured himself a full glass of scotch and not drunk any of it and, and then the whole turns into a whole murder mystery thing and so he's sort of the but he's not really dead no that's the key <laughs> there you go earth and force kill <laughs> earth and force kill <laughs> all right mitch <laughs> i don't even know what this question was i hope You're we welcome. answered it bye ebbo we done did it an episode for the ages unacceptable what was unacceptable about that app just what you said i thought it was an acceptable app we'll see how do you feel about princess bubblegum am i supposed to feel one way or another she's kind of a tyrant a dictator mm-hmm. i mean yeah i feel but she also made everything in her kingdom right yeah so like she also made them love her yeah i don't know like she's a narcissistic god so it's like programming a bunch of ais like programming a, like training chatbots to love you yeah and then telling the chatbots what to do then she also like lemon grab she like sent oh, him to she's bad yeah she's real bad i don't think there's any redeemability for princess bubblegum yeah maybe you just said unacceptable and i thought about lemon grab oh that's fair that's fair. Sad that's fair that's fair um but it would be better or worse without her tyranny there wouldn't be a candy kingdom she yeah which is okay there's plenty of other kingdoms yeah I yeah. think we'd be okay. I think we'd be okay. Yeah. Boo, bubblegum. <laughs> um, what uh, what are you plugging this week, bud? Oh man, Adventure Time. That's a good show. Ooh, plugging and tugging on Adventure Time, Hell huh? Yeah. 
All right. I'm a big fan of Adventure Time. Hey, uh, when this episode comes out, I will have a show at The Stoop in Columbus, Ohio on April 28th. It's that a f- sounds like a bad place. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> You're going to die is, there, aren't you? It's a converted house that has a half pipe inside of it. <laughs> You're playing at the Foot Clan base? It's all BYOB. <laughs> How do they make money? I oh, don't, door charge? Uh, no, it's a free show. I don't think they do make money. It's just like the fucking punkest venue in Columbus. It's uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> Come down to the stoop. Come down to the stoop. We're going to have a blast. We're, we're opening for Sump. <laughs> what the fuck's Sump? It's short for Sump Pump. Sump Pump? Sump Pump. When your basement? Sump Pump? <laughs> I don't actually know. Isn't it Sump Pump? What's you, didn't the do, you didn't do all the P's, so I couldn't tell you. Sump Pump. Uh, Sump is a band that Rick really likes. Okay, cool. Friend Rick, friend of the show. Well, that's all I got, bud. Love it, dream it. See you next month for two hours of Man vs. B. It's going to be more than two hours, bud. <laughs> Until then, it's, it's been, been a good, good life. life.